It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. As our long weekend continues on our Saturday morning, it is the 8th day of April for 2023 and if you you are a real estate agent taking a little bit of a break for the next few days over Easter. Enjoy it. Recharge those energy levels because those clients are going to be waiting for you when you get back. And coming up this morning, we are talking about the housing shortage in Australia. Boy, oh boy, is this a problem? As well as the challenges around the surging rental market. And Anthony Landau, Managing Director of Equilibria Finance, is back. And good morning, Anthony. It was a very busy week. Easter time, of course, long weekend. People no doubt enjoying the break just a little bit more because of that pause by the RBA and how are you spending your Easter? Yeah, g'day Craig, great to be here mate. Uh, Like a lot of Australians, I'm resting and recharging the batteries at home this Easter. We had a very busy quarter, the first quarter of the year, and I did a lot of travel with work. So I'm enjoying spending some time down at the beach, spending some time with family and friends out and about at home. Good for you too. And we'll catch up with Anthony in just a moment. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Well, around 15% of Australian borrowers are expected to have negative spare cash flow by the end of this year, 2023, with 9% predicted to run out of savings buffers by the middle of next year unless interest rates fall. Now, that's according to a report by the Reserve Bank. The report notes that only 2% of borrowers are likely to have negative equity, even if home prices drop by another 10%. And of course, the There's been concerns raised over banking failures overseas and the rising interest rates continue to put pressure on many households and businesses. So it looks like there is going to be more of a squeeze felt by some by the end of this year. Well, let's hope you're celebrating your birthday so that you've got a little bit of fun in your life today for April the 8th. And if you are celebrating your birthday, you are celebrating with Robin Wright, the American actor. She is turning 56 today, and it was on this day that Margaret Thatcher passed away back in 2013. It's the main centre forecast. All right, let's have a look at that all-important Saturday morning weather. First, we go to Sydney. Expect a mainly fine day today, but it's going to be windy with your high of 25. Melbourne, you've got the wet stuff on a Saturday morning. 17 is your forecast top. Brisbane, fine, but also windy with 30 degrees. And in Perth today, expecting sunny skies, partly cloudy, but a top temperature of 25. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then, on the drive to work, 
or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week. Generally, February, everyone returns to the city if they've been on holiday here. And if they've had a good time, they start hitting computers and hitting inquiries from February. There's buyers looking up to six to 12 months to find the next property that suits either their portfolio or lifestyle. So it's it's quite quite a hard market to buy into. The Bendigo Art Gallery's had some magnificent world-class exhibitions ranging from the Elvis exhibition, and that's brought huge numbers of -of out-of-town visitors. We're roughly 450 kilometres south of Perth. And I think a lot of people that live in Perth see Albany Highway a lot and don't even realise there's a town on the other end of it called Albany. Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. And the housing market is a frequent topic of discussion in the news, especially with a particular focus on the current and impending housing shortage in Australia, as well as the challenges posed by the surging rental market. And joining us back again uh, to provide some insights into these challenges and to highlight some of the rental hotspots is Anthony Landau from Equilibria Finance. And Anthony, with rents on the rise, what does the data tell you about the main areas of growth and what factors are driving this trend? Yeah, really good questions. We're seeing rental stress as big an issue as mortgage stress at the moment. And just a little bit of data without loading you all up with too many numbers, but the annual increase um, over the last 12 months in the, the combined capitals in units has been over 22%. So from March 22 to March 23, that's an increase from 450 bucks to $550 a week. The main capitals we've seen that growth are Sydney, up around 24% in Melbourne, around 23% increase in rent. In terms of housing, that, the growth hasn't been quite as strong. It's around 13% with the combined capitals. And the main areas we've seen there are Adelaide and Perth driving that growth in housing. So it's, it's putting a lot of pressure on rentals. Vacancy rates are below 1%. And we're seeing a lot of stress and strain in the rental market right now. And perhaps for our audience this morning, uh, what about a little bit of a breakdown on the factors behind what is driving up these rents so much? The fundamental factors are are essentially supply and demand. There's just a big shortage of housing in in Australia right now. And that's been driven largely by the borders opening up. Uh, We've got 650,000 to 900 new arrivals over the next two years, uh, foreign students, skilled workers and the like. And there hasn't really been the planning around the infrastructure for this. Um, We're also getting some higher funding costs. So investors have actually been out of the market for a couple of years. Our acute shortage of housing is being exacerbated by an intake in migrants as well as there's been a drop off in in actual investment properties being bought. So we're getting an increased demand. And in one sense, we're getting a dropping supply. I saw some recent data showing that housing starts will blow 100,000 per annum for the first time in a decade. So we're actually building less and more people are needing housing. Yeah. And of course, you got to feel for the first home buyers because it is just delaying everything with these high rents. They're trying to save and no doubt you're having those conversations with your clients just trying to say, well, hang in there. You know, things will stabilise. Things will hit a ceiling at some point and you'll be able to bank what is required for your deposit. 
Yeah, it's a really interesting question and, and you're spot on. We're, we're getting a lot of conversations about people starting to say, look, my rent's unaffordable. It's now cheaper for me to start looking at and doing some analysis around getting a mortgage, maybe in a regional area. And then the conversation looks to saving for a deposit and those type of things. But there's a real squeeze on. There's there's tenants now using the services of, of agents to secure properties for them. There's people putting in bids before properties are on market. Um, um, so there's a lot of competition. Vacancy rates nationally are below 1% in the capitals and in the regional areas are at 1.2%. So it's a really, really tricky and competitive market right now for renters. Just coming back to that uh, shortage of supply, there will be people listening to the podcast this morning just wondering, well, what can be done about this? That's the million dollar question. And to be frank, in the short term, not a lot. It takes a long time for housing housing supply to respond. Um, we're not in a situation where we can suddenly go and build uh, a thousand houses or, or blocks of units. So there's got to be longer term infrastructure planning. There's got to be longer term incentive for investors. And we are seeing some larger firms building just uh, rental accommodation, but those projects are four, five, six years in the pipeline. So we've got to look at both sides of the ledger. We've got to look at the supply side. How do we get more housing approvals? How do we incentivize those investors who are looking at making a return and speed up some of those projects? And we've also got to look at realistically how many migrants we are able to actually bring in and cope with and make sure we've got the planning for some of those areas. Some parts of Australia now have the house full sign up and they literally can't bring any more people in to their suburbs and regions. Mm, and then you've got the infrastructural uh, changes, uh, the infrastructural builds that need to happen as well, which is for another conversation on another day. But the other thing that's affecting into the mix with all of this is investor behaviour and opportunities for investors. Yeah, and that's a bit of a sleeper there. We've, we've seen investor behaviour slow down a lot over the last two or three years, and that will flow through to the rental market as well. There'll be less investment properties for people to access and to rent. The buying surge in the last couple of years um, in Australia was really driven by owner-occupiers. Investors have been sitting on the sidelines. Credit flows this year for investors are still 30, 30% below where it was even relative to the last 12 months. So that is going to flow through to putting more stress on opportunities for renters. Gosh, there's a lot to think about, isn't there? At least at least we're in the break, Anthony, and uh, we could sort of just uh, relax a little bit, as with a lot of other people this weekend. It's something the RBA governor touched on this week was rental stress. Uh, it is becoming a serious problem that is, is getting, as I said at the top end, um, is getting as serious as, as mortgage stress. So I've, I've heard of a recent situation where there was a landlord who said, look, your rent's going from $750 to $1,500 a week, and they had some um, overseas students willing to pay that. Now, that's, that's a 100% increase, and that's probably not as uncommon as it should be. Terrible stuff, terrible, especially for the investor. All right, we'll leave it there. You enjoy your Saturday, enjoy your long weekend, and look forward to talking next time. Thanks very much, Craig. Appreciate it, mate. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 